HVAC 360 is brought to you today by the CCDC, the Contractors Center for Disease Control, reminding contractors that it's cold and flu season again, so remember to stop sharing tools, wash your hands with water after using the port john and for heaven's sakes, stop wiping your nose on your sleeve of your hoodie. This means you, Pete. And finally, please stop calling to ask if the coronavirus is caused by brink- drinking too much beer. It is not. If you insist on spreading this misinformation like this, we will be forced to sneak the plague into your lunchbox to stop this nonsense. Behave. If you're sick, go home. Welcome back. Matt Nelson here, your host for HVAC 360, helping you be the best and the brightest in the field of HVAC. I do that by either sharing information, specific lessons learned uh, from the field, or with talking with industry experts. All right, so where are we? What's up with for this week? This week we're going to go live, uh, live from the show. We are at the HR Expo in beautiful Orlando, Florida, 2020. So, you know, it's uh, I had to re- visit exactly when the last time I was at an AHR Expo, and it happens that I was here back in uh, 2015, so it's been about five years since my last show. Uh, you know, it really, that sounds like a kind of confession, doesn't it? So, um, it was back in Chicago, just to kind of give you some reference of, of what, uh, what I'm going to be talking about, and I'm going to be talking a little bit about the differences that I see now versus back in 2015. So, first off, is the famous shotgun start. It's the 10 a.m. shotgun start for the AHR Expo. If you're not familiar with that, um, this is our industry's version of running with the bulls. Um, This year, because of the layout of the venue, it's a rather long uh, conference center. It's not as exciting as it was in Chicago. Chicago is kind of rather compact, so... You really got that everybody's you know pushed together. It's like they're you know uh, you know back in the back in the eighties when the the new toy came out for Christmas. Everybody be packed in uh, uh, for the uh, uh, to get in the store. So I guess uh, some of the other things that uh, I've noticed around is you know back. Uh, when I first started going to the HR Expo, it's, it seemed that a lot of the shows were focused a lot on engineering. Um, you know, there were some tool manufacturers, but it wasn't as heavy as it is today. I mean, right now you walk the show, you know, walk the show floor, and you're going to find trucks. I, I didn't know that you know work vehicles, you know, were something that I'd ever see at the AHR Expo. Now. You know, I, I look at most of the trucks and I'm like, I see all the all the you know the fanciness of them, um, but I did pass the Mercedes Benz booth, and I I got to admit, I'm like, if I was a contractor showing up to a showing up to a a a, a, a customer's house in a Mercedes Benz work truck, I, I think I might think twice about what they're charging me. I, I don't know what the uh, um, you know their their growing rate would be, but I, I think I'd be a little bit suspect. So there's a lot of focus on technicians and contractors now, a lot more um, than there had been in the past. And I think, you know, I mean, even, you know, there, there's a lot of tools, 
a lot of uh, things to help contractors out. And, you know, I mean, even you have uh, gear here. I mean, you have Carhartt. You have uh, uh, different clothing manufacturers just specifically for the contracting audience. Um, there's apps and software. So, I mean, way back when, you know, five years ago, um, they'd always have a section for the temperature controls area. So that was a big section when you go to the, you know, go to the expo. Um, they'd have that clearly marked out, and they'd actually, I mean, even like this year, they have different carpeting, so you can kind of tell the difference between, you know, what is like normal show and what is this special area where a lot of the temperature controls people were. Um, you know, concentrated. And I guess, you know, this, this year, one of the things that really jumped out at me was that uh, there is a dedicated area for apps. Um, so there are people that, you know, are, are tracking, you know, doing GPS tracking of trucks. Um, uh, again, a lot of that is focused on the technician industry, the contractor industry. Um, you know, just doing some, you know, fundamental things, you know, whether it be uh, invoicing or sales, it's it's definitely a way that um, you know they're they're getting out there, and there's a lot more of them, a lot more competition. It wasn't it wasn't that it wasn't that way. You might find one or two of those back in the day, but now it's a it's a lot more a lot more concentrated. So another thing that that I saw uh, on the floor was that VRF uh, VRF is a lot more prolific. Um, and it seems like everybody has a mini split system. So something, a cassette that goes on the wall, there are just, I mean, there must have been, you know, a dozen or so of those. I mean, before it was just, you know, some of the big boys, you'd see LG, you'd see Samsung, uh, Mitsubishi, uh, Daikin, those kind of uh, companies pushing the mini splits. But now it seems like that market has, has grown so much more. And, you know, I mean, and to be truthful, there's, there's going to be some international uh, producers that come to this show that, you know, probably have been making it for, for quite some time anyway. But, you know, that's, that's, just what I, that's just what I see on the floor. Now, I want to give a, a shout-out to uh, Takeo Pumps. Takeo Pumps is celebrating 100 years in business. So uh, they actually had a banner put on the side of a, one of the adjacent hotels. So I thought that was pretty slick. So uh, congratulations to Takeo for that achievement. Um, always been a good pump manufacturer for me. So another thing that I, I, I saw walking around is I know that a lot of people might be familiar with uh, you know, fabric ductwork. So Duck Socks, that's one of the manufacturers that make this. But what I saw this year is I saw there's a lot more variation. Before, you know, you would get, you would get these fabric, uh, uh, this fabric ductwork in, you know, primary colors or, or a certain color scheme. Um, now I actually see prints um, that they're, they're being sold in. Uh, one, of the, one of the companies actually had a Disney-themed Duck Sock so for fabric ductwork. I thought that was that was that was very interesting. Um, there was a strong showing for the the educational sections. Uh, a lot of those, both uh, both in the in booth, so I mean, a lot of space being uh, talked about, uh, or a lot of manufacturers taking booth space up for education, and also uh, even you know the area that we are at now, um, there are educational sessions going on right now um, for. Uh, the attendees of the AHR Expo. So I thought that was that was rather cool, and I'm I'm you know glad to see that. I'm always in favor of education. More education is better. Now, one of the things coming into the 
uh, HR Expo this year. There was a, you know, <clears throat> if you're listening to this live or uh, if you're listening to it shortly thereafter, obviously the coronavirus is it was one of those things that have been pretty heavy in the news. Um, and I know there's a there's a big uh, you know Chinese contingent that always shows up for the HR Expo, showing you know uh, showing what they have. And unfortunately, it's, it seems at least half the booths um, went unmanned, and uh, they weren't uh, you know they weren't able to to make it here to uh, to actually uh, participate in the show. So that's a that's kind of you know an unfortunate event that uh, that happened um, you know pretty pretty recently um, before before that. So at the end of the uh, the end of the day, number one, the end of the day, it was interesting to see that a lot of the uh, vendors had gone and uh, basically turned the uh, expo floor into a giant beer garden. There was a, there was a number of uh, manufacturers serving beer, they were serving alcohol, um, things like that for some of the vendors or some of the visitors at the HR Expo. I thought that was kind of neat. Every was, you know, it was a very, very uh, kind of different atmosphere that they had here and um you know kind of w- wondering you know i you know that was that was again a striking difference between now and when i was last here and in talking with some of the people um you know the reality is uh is it's very expensive to um you know put on an after party and some of these vendors that's what they would typically do in previous years they might have an after party where this you know the show would end and they would have you know sometime at night they would they would find a location they would be able to uh, you know rent out to space and and have have a have a party so in lieu of that in lieu of that expense they actually had it here at the expo um i thought that was kind of neat because i think it was inclusive probably of more people um it gave people an opportunity to kind of you know still you know drink and, and look at the products that were at the booths and uh, you know, if somebody wasn't familiar necessarily with the Orlando area, I think that gave them a, uh, a a great opportunity to you know to unwind at the end of the day and then go back to their hotel and not have to worry about you know getting back up. Because I mean, obviously, after after a whole day of walking the expo floor, floor that can be quite the arduous process. You know, it's just it's something that you know you just you're just dead at the end of the day. So, you know, it, it takes, you know, it takes me, one of the things that I do, and I, you know, every time you go to the HR Expo, there's, you need to have kind of a plan to be able to attend the show you, to, and, and to get something out of it. I mean, you can go and, you know, walk back and forth. It usually takes you about a day to, to go through the whole show floor. Um, but after a while, you kind of become numb to the different products that are out there, and they all start to look the same, and nothing look, nothing stands out to you. Um, you know, which which is a real shame because there is a lot of things that are beneficial, but you you kind of have to plan ahead um, when you go through and uh, you know visit the visit the show floor. If you know people are going to attend, I mean, a lot of people. Uh, if you have uh, different vendors, a lot of vendors that you know from back home are actually going to be attending the show, and I think that's a great opportunity for you to talk with them and learn about their products and have their products right there. Uh, if they want to show you what's new, it's right in front of them, and uh, you know you really get some some good details. You get some great understanding because they're not I mean every every piece of equipment that's out there uh, typically is a little bit deconstructed so you're able to see about you know the insides and how it's made so there's a lot of in-depth questions that you can go in and um, you know learn about I 
recommend that you when you go to the HR Expo that you, again you have that targeted list you have the targeted list of you know the different manufacturers that you want to go visit uh, and that you you know plan it out so you're not kind of going back and forth you know through the uh, through the show and that's so easy to do if you kind of miss something and have to go back um, it's it's a it's a long haul you know if you, and if you do that you might just you know skip it but again you want to be able to make sure that you are visiting the vendors that you want to see you know, if you're a contractor or a technician, obviously there's, it's basically a toy land out there. A lot of cool displays, uh, a lot of hands-on displays, a lot of big machines. Um, you know, if you're in, into, you know, into sheet metal, uh, different machines, you know, making a ton of stuff. Um, different products that are, you know, there just for the contractors. Um, if you're an engineer, you know, I guess, again, I implore you... That, if you have questions, this is this is where you want to go get answers. Um, you want to be able to talk to the manufacturers. You want to be able to, um, you know, dive deep into the details. They have, you know, they really are bringing their most knowledgeable staff to this expo. So if you have any questions, um, they can probably answer it. If not, um, they know exactly who to point you to in order to be, for you to get the information that you need. So not only that, but there is a lot of you know, big stuff. There's, uh, you know, big chillers, a lot of big equipment. So it's, again, for as much as the, you know, the contractors have their, their stuff to, to oogle and, uh, you know, different, different uh, tools to use. Engineers, you know, get to look at air, large air handling units, get to look at large chillers. Um, you know, Smart had a lot of uh, uh, good equipment on display. Uh, I know LG had a lot of good equipment on display as well. Um, even, you know, Marley, you know, SPX. Um, they had, equi- you know, great equipment on the show floor. All right, so next next year, uh, we're going to be back at the Chicago McCormick Center. And this is, you know, at least this year, <laughs> one of the weird things it uh, that um, the expo actually was um, just before the Super Bowl. So a lot of people here for the ASHRAE show that's in, held in conjunction with the HR Expo. Um, we're here during you know, the, uh, the Super Bowl, which I can't remember the last time that I went to the show that the Super Bowl was playing. Usually it's the week before. So next year they're going to continue that uh, tradition. It's going to be the week before again. It's going to be January 25th through the 27th um, is going to be the Expo. Uh, so plan for that. If you missed this one, plan for that one. And, of course, you know, if you're going to go to Chicago, make sure that you bring a coat, bring your warm weather gear, because uh, invariably it's going to be cold, uh, and you're not going to have this uh, nice of uh, uh, time walking around. Uh, even though it was a little bit a little bit cool here beginning of the week, the the end of the week, you know, it's warmed up. So even for us Northerners, it was uh, it was still a little bit you know colder than we'd expect Orlando to be. So I guess. Uh, that's pretty much it. That's the, the differences between last year or the last time I was at the show and this year. Um, so that's it for this week. Thanks so much for listening. Hope it was helpful. If it was, if you know somebody who's looking to get more information or should know what they, uh, you know, might be interested in, in the differences of the show this year, um, consider passing this episode along to them. I mean, that's probably the biggest thing that you can do to spread the word about this podcast. Uh, for those who want extra credit, and I know that some of you do, um, there's three simple asks. If you're not a subscriber to my newsletter, go on over to HVAC360.com and sign up for my weekly newsletter that I share some goodness every week. 
with you. Uh, go over to my YouTube channel and subscribe, please. Um, we're actually, I mean, the more people that sign up, the more things that I can do on YouTube. And lastly, I would be greatly honored. I mean, this is a huge thing. If you can consider leaving me a rating review on Apple Podcasts, that would be fantastic. Well, that's a wrap for this episode of HVAC 360. I'm Matt Nelson, helping you be the best and the brightest in the field of HVAC. And as always, know what you build and share what you know.